the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
The Antidote returns with the next installment of our series on the artists found at this year's Audio Feed Music Festival. That artist came as a surprise to me. After leaving one of the larger venues at the festival, I caught a set from The Giant and The Tailor that they played at an impromptu stage, and man, it got my attention. That was their song, Hurt Someone. Last week, I gave an analogy of how music can be compared to eggs. Tonight's show is over hard with music that has a louder style. Like this song from my camping neighbor and the opener at the festival, and also a band with a brand new full length, the Jericho Harlot with Salt.
Yeah, this is Sean Michelle, and you're checking out the antidote. Sean Michelle is known for his Delta Blues inspired rock, but he brought out something new with the Roots Gospel track, Give an Account. And that comes from his just released album, You Don't Know What the Lord Has Done for Me. There are also a lot of punk bands at Audio Feed. Coming up is the Festal Shout with Pounding Waves, but first, the harsher punk on the plague by anti-world system.
Yep, even ska could be heard at audio feed. Must Build Jacuzzi warned us about listening to old rock bands on The Eagles Killed Becky. I was happy to be able to meet with one of my favorite bands, the unusual white collar sideshow. Here's our talk. The friendliest couple in music, TD and Veronica Benton of White Collar Sideshow, are here with the antidote. Good to meet you guys again. Yeah, hey man, it's good to see so you too, to Dave. It's probably been two years since we last spoke. You guys were living the nomadic life out in the RV, on the road, quote unquote, with no responsibilities. I think there's been a fair bit changing probably over the last two years. I mean, we're definitely still living gypsy life. We're we're still in our RV and still trucking across. The, well, we've been across the world though over the last few years. We've we've hit 18 countries now, and landed in 46 states. We've not necessarily played them all, but we've definitely passed through. So we've just yeah, still just been trucking along, living our gypsy life, and. We live in our RV, but we're looking to downsize into a smaller RV, and it's because we keep going overseas and living out of a backpack for three months at a time. And if I can live out of a backpack, I don't need this huge RV full of stuff. So we need we need to downsize and get rid of more things. Well, you have to say then, how big is the RV? Uh, it's a 32-foot toter home, um, which is basically like a, the biggest U-Haul truck that you see, it's a, it's about like that, but with living quarters on the inside. So it sleeps 10. So we're looking at downsides into maybe like a like an oversized uh, van or something. And the reason for having such a long rig is just because when TD's acting up, you can just shove them to the very far end. Absolutely. <laughs> that and the fact that we used to have a married couple living with us, T's son, we had a couple yeah. dogs. So Levi it was, it was a zoo. Yeah, us, Levi so. the poet and his wife Brandy used yeah. to live with us. And so we needed a lot of space back then, but we're looking at downside and we feel like empty nesters which is nice (laughs) i also think like with our life you know this year we've been a band for 11 years which is uh, longer than we've done anything in our life as a married couple and we've been living on the road longer than we ever had a house as a married couple which is the change of the tide i guess of living this life versus how we used to live but in a weird way it almost feels like there's more responsibility with what we do than there ever was when we had, I guess, a normal American dream life. And mostly because it all depends on how hard we work or how fast we want to get something done or taken care of. Um, and also, we're a nonprofit band, so we don't, we've never charged for our shows. So to actually have people believe in what you do and, and go out and find people to donate to you as a mission or a missionary is challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Challenging, that almost sounds impossible, but you do get that kind of support. Yeah, we do. It's, I mean, and it's all through the Lord. I was convicted strongly years ago and, and I felt like we didn't need to sign contracts and ask for guarantees. And I kind of had this deal with the Lord that as long as you continue to provide, we will continue to do this. And He has provided throughout. We did become actually a nonprofit in Arkansas, um, and so we do operate as a nonprofit now. But yeah, we still don't sign contracts, and we still don't ask for guarantees, and we still just truck right along. And we're uh, July sixteenth will be eleven years. So you're living, you know, definitely an unusual lifestyle. You've got an unusual business sense. And you've also got really unusual music. You've got to describe <laughs> what it's all about. Um, our, when we first started, a lot of our performance was really just based on our personal 
life struggling with pornography addiction, Veronica's struggling with bulimia and just things that were were big elephants in the room and not just in a Christian world but in any any room. Any setting. Yeah, any any general place. And so a lot of our performance was a theatrical show. Uh, we had film in the background. Of course, I'm a drummer. Phil's a drummer, and Veronica plays bass. So bass and drums, the meat and potatoes of music, where we always say everything else is salt and pepper, which makes it tasty. <laughs> um, but so it, it has evolved from our first performance to when we do the witch hunt, which was a, our performance was based on the seven deadly sins, and many different struggles versus just one testimony of our life uh, really just trying to broaden the horizons of maybe people seeing themselves in different points of view rather than just here's this addiction if you don't struggle with this our music has no meaning to you um, we also wear masks in the show t doesn't but philip and i do and philip is the pig which causes a lot of questions and controversy but we um we say kill the pig because we all feel like everyone has that pig in their life and everyone wears this pig mask and it's it's the guy that Paul talks about it's why do I do the things I don't want to do and why don't I do the things that I do want to do and so it's almost a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde um, and so not only are we two drummers in a bass we're wearing masks and we have this <laughs> video this multimedia experience so yeah it, it definitely is a little different but it's it's normal for us <laughs> I think a lot of my influence from doing this performance too is um, White Zombie, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Rob Zombie. I'm, we're, I'm a big horror film fan. And he's um, big into concept albums. I love concept albums. I also like old westerns, so I like, you know, Twilight Zone. There's so many things that that influence what you do and what we try to portray in our film and in our music too is for the audience to be challenged with thinking or inspiring people to dream big, even though you only might have $10 in your back pocket. You know, what's it look like to become the change that you want to see rather than waiting for some movement? And, um, and we always try to pose a question, like whatever happened to integrity or, or wisdom or character? Honesty. Honesty. Um, and why do we cannibalize each other on social media that has become such a big part of everyone's life? Whatever happened to love, joy, Thank peace, you. patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control? which are things that I struggle with all the time, you know. And so I think that's, that's where we come from, from an artistic perspective. <laughs> and I thought every artist was perfection personified. <laughs> it's nice to actually get an honest saying, you know what, I have faults, I have issues that I've got to deal with. And you do, you bring that all up through your music. Yeah, the witch hunt being basically on the seven deadly sins. But it is, it's graphic when people have asked me to talk about your music and I, I brought this line from Veggie Tales and I think it's Larry where he says you know it's a multimedia extravaganza I love it this is T and this is Veronica the faceless woman from White, White Collar, Collar Sideshow, Sideshow. And, you're and you're listening, listening to, to the, the Antidote, antidote. Motivation. 
were overseas last year, weren't you? Last year we were in South America. The year before that we were in Europe and we touched Asia and South America. And so the, two years ago we were out of the U.S. for about nine of nine months of the 12. It was pretty crazy. It was, it was a little chaotic, but it was awesome. And how did you spend your time there? What was the purpose? Uh, playing shows, uh, just doing white collar sideshow. The response is particularly down in South America is where we were most recently, which was last year. Uh, we toured through Brazil and then in Chile, and we just love both of those countries. We love the passion. We love the people. Um, it is it is just an amazing and incredible experience to be able to go down there and they love the response of our show is huge they just they get it and they they really have embraced us i think with south america too i i grew up a sopatura fan and um of course they're gigantic brazilian band soulfly i feel like our style of music is something that's different there but because of the percussion, because of the different instruments, we're able to relate, I think, to a lot of their metal scene that's that's still popular, which, you know, it feels like rock and roll is dead right now, but it's just in hibernation. It's gonna come back around. <laughs> but also, with um, with our film, even though we have translators that, that come and hang out with us, um, the film is something, when we first started, I never thought, I thought I shot myself in the foot because it takes twice as long, three times as long, to put a film and music together. The money factor is just exceptionally huge because you gotta have your budgets. I mean, my lord, it just costs a lot of money to do film and music. And But being able to go down there and people see themselves in your film, you, you don't have to say a word. It has become it's a something- a universal language. Yeah, just a, an artistic universal language where people will come up to us through a translator after the show and be like, man, I get it, I'm that guy in the film. And I can just say, we're all the guys in the film. Like, we're all trying to figure out who we are, what's our identity, how do we grow, what are the things that we need to learn from our mistakes, and how do we use our stories to connect with other people, whether that's through art, through our job, whatever it is that we are passionate about in our life. Another funny thing about Chile, though, more than any other place that we've been, they love the pig. <laughs> they, I guess, had this cartoon character back in the day called Chancho Man, which is Pigman. And so every time after we would play a song, they would all chant, Chancho Man, Chancho Man, Chancho. They loved Philip. They just loved <laughs> Where him. Where in the U.S. you character. don't get the love yeah, for the pig. <laughs> yeah, he scares most people, and people will run out crying oftentimes. But, no, they absolutely loved Chancho Man. Well, we got to get back into your creative process. You were talking about how much time, commitment it comes into doing both film and the music. Well, really, and it's stage theater. Yeah. You're starting it all over again. You're we back are. at it. <laughs> we yeah. are. And I, we didn't know if it was going to happen. Um, like I said, I, I told the Lord, as long as you continue to provide, we will continue to do it. And we didn't have the finances, really, to even begin this process. And come April since we are a nonprofit in Arkansas, I noticed that there was this nonprofit fundraiser. And so nine, like 950 nonprofits in Arkansas had this one day, 12 hour fundraiser. And I was like, well, you know, we'll sign up, give it a whirl, who knows? And we ended up raising over $12,000 in 12 hours. That's insane. Yes. That's fabulous. So here comes the money. And so we're like, well, I guess we're on the road again. I guess we're doing it. <laughs> so here yeah. we go. So once that money was, was secured, 
we started the filming process all over again and our video guy who has been with us since he was like 17 um, said yes and this one's definitely different it's exciting and new and fun um, but we've we got about four days under our belt probably eight to ten more days to go for filming and then of course we got to get in the studio and record everything we have 11 songs for the new album that T's already written I'm covering a, a door song on the new album too <laughs> yeah I'm so stoked like, well you're not gonna tell us which one oh break on through there you go Come on. he'll tell you I'm, I'm ready like probably the doors is probably my all-time favorite band um, for whatever reason and read so many Doors biographies but they were kind of one of the first bands to kind of theatrics and for the 60s and um, you know not just do music but poetry art all these different aspects and for whatever reason that that band has just even my son is addicted to the Doors probably because of me but there's a lot of changes I think coming up with the new album um, Phil uh, I'm going to go ahead and make this announcement because we're going to announce it, it today. Breaking it um, Phil the pig has been with us since he was 17 years old. Um, he is 32 years old now. And before we do every album, we sit down with Phil and we say, hey, you know, what's it look like to do a few more years with us? Is Are you all in? Is Have you ever wanted to do anything else other than be on the road? Um, have you wanted to pursue a woman? Have you wanted have you ever to... not wanted yeah. to be a pig? Yeah, would you, would absolutely, you, yeah. yeah. Maybe you could go with your resume drum for a band who could actually afford to pay you. <laughs> um, and Phil uh, is going to finish out this year with the Witch Hunt performances. And then he is going to pursue uh, a different life. Life outside of White Collar. Uh, outside of White Collar, which is so we're officially tremendous. <laughs> yeah. So anybody that comes to the show tonight is going to be probably their last time to see us as a three-piece. Yeah. And we are going to go on as a duo. Um and a lot of the vision of the next album is really Veronica and I kind of co, where it's not, it's always kind of been me with this idea. We're kind of co-writing, co-putting everything together. And um, we're super excited about Another the new journey. Yeah, so uh, it, it's a lot of change. It feels like we're kind of losing an arm, but as you move forward, it's how do you do it without the arm?
as a tribute to Phil, the pig in White Collar Sideshow. That was Try the Swine. Up next is the last of my chat with TD and Veronica Benton. And I'm ready to see how we pull it off on the next one too. We, we have so many ideas of not just making it a big show or a big production, but how do you do something excellently with the amount of money that you have or, or however that looks? How do you put something on? Because I think excellence is what gives you a platform to be able to say the things that you want or will people will actually listen. And I think a lot of our life through all of this has been something that maybe we would set up at a bar or a club or a festival or however that looks and people have never seen this before. They may or may not like the music, they may or may not like the performance, they might be scared of the pig, but like I'm standing here just to see what this person might say and I feel like there's another opportunity for us on the next one. It's called Valley of the Skull, it's the next album. And really we want to base the whole performance off the word identity. Like who are you when the titles are stripped away? Who are we? when you're not at a festival and maybe you're not playing music anymore has our identity just been this band or is our identity character is it fruit of the spirit what do people remember you by that they will remember for decades or how have you built into someone in a younger generation where you maybe you've mentored them in a way that it's not just about music or art it's about growth you know who are you going to be when you're 42 years old you know it's true i've often heard it said that by 21 you've sort of defined your life and this is the way that you're going to be but i don't know that that's really true i think people's identities are flexible and they change over the decades oh man i totally agree when t turned 40 our pastor dropped some wisdom on him he's like life really starts at 40 because you get in your 20s and you think like this is who I am. I've got this figured out. You're developing all of these like principles and ideas of what you believe. And then you get in your 30s and you're like, okay, now I need to undo everything I just did in my 20s because I was so wrong. So you spend your 30s trying to get back to zero and then life begins at 40. So here we are at 40, starting life. Still trying to figure out how we're going to survive. And of course, it's the good Lord. All my life of being a believer, I believe in God so much more now than I ever have. First of all, because of relationships and how the Lord brings like-hearted people together, the crazy brave and the people who are doing outside the box courageous things. But not only that, living on the road and not charging, living to survive. Yeah, His provision. His provision and really going, Lord, feed us, help us figure these things out, show us direction slap me across the face with a road sign so I'm not missing the direction I'm supposed to be going or the turn I'm supposed to make. There are so many more things as I'm getting older that I used to care about maybe back in the past that mean nothing compared to where you are as an older person. And maybe it's more of the religious aspect where I feel like we really are hippies. (laughs) Just going out, trying to figure out how to focus on him heart, mind, soul, and strength. But also, what does it really mean to love and serve other people? And art and music is just a good excuse to do those things. And how well you do those things actually gives you more opportunity to do that. Easier said than done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dave, once you have it figured out, please let us know so we can have the, have the, the rules in, in the textbook of this. <laughs> I don't think that's ever gonna happen. T, Veronica, White Collar Sideshow, Guys, thanks so much for uh, coming on. Hey, man. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you for your time, and thank you for continuing to be passionate about what you love to do. 
we know how much work goes into it, how hard it is, how many hours of the day that it takes to do your line of work. Just because we're all artists, I see what you're doing as art as well, and it never ends. And um, and I appreciate you, and I'm thankful for you doing that and taking the time out to spend with us. And that admiration goes back to you too, with your tenacity. <laughs> endurance and faith in this <laughs> thanks again awesome. you got it thank man thank you thank you you could hear the music of ravenhill playing in the background of the antidotes conversation with white collar sideshow now you get it clear and loud one of the best songs in rock ravenhill's blood on the church floor just a boy and his mama in a land that's gone astray on the ground they, they praise his name where it's illegal to pray in walks a man and his, his army broke through the door with death on his hands He fixed his aim, but mama stayed, now she's gone, oh lord, she's gone, now there's blood on the church floor, I hear that roar of a Sunday crowd, now there's blood on that church floor. Cause we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah. Take a breath, son, just settle down Cause the road is gonna lead her home I cry to God and I, I question why I was born To watch my mama die Your heart will heal And you can share her story with the world. Well, well.
hear the roar of a Sunday crowd Now there's blood on that church floor Cause we sing I won't thirst no more I won't hunger I'll live on just like my mother Oh Lord This is Jeremiah. And this is Aaron from My Epic. And you're hanging out with Dave at The Antidote.
longtime audio feed favorite, My Epic gave us Wives' Tale. The antidote goes harder and louder on the next episode in our series on the music of audio feed. And if metal and hardcore is your thing, you're going to love this. If you happen to miss the first installment of the series, you can get it at theantidoteradio.com. And if you don't want to miss any episodes of The Antidote, try subscribing to it on iTunes. I've got one final song coming. Every year, one particular band closes the Audio Feed Festival, and they'll finish up our night. Here's Odd Boat from Flatfoot 56, and I'll see you next time. Farewell the shallow times There's a chance that we can make it